Luc Montagnier uh, won a Nobel Prize for his groundbreaking work on HIV in 2008. He's been, he was, he died, bless his heart, rest in peace. He died uh, a few months ago, but one of the last things he tweeted was the double-vaxxed and boosted should check themselves for HIV. I think that's almost verbatim what he said. And here we have, lo and behold, and I just want you to, to uh, uh, listen to this. This is from... Uh, from the expose over in the UK. Whilst you've been distracted by Russia, uh, Ukraine, the UK government quietly published data confirming the triple vaccinated are just weeks away from developing acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Let that sink in. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS. And to uh, and one of the people I, I thought about when I saw this, because uh, she's a frontline doctor, seeing it in her own practice, is Dr. Elizabeth Eats. And Dr. Eats, thanks for joining us today on USAWatchdog.com. Are you now starting to see acquired immune deficiency syndrome from people who have been vaxxed? Well, thanks for having me today, Greg. Uh, and yes, we are seeing vaccine-related acquired immune deficiency in the hospital now from the triple vaxxed. Uh, this is not some small uh, deal. I mean, Luc Montagnier, one of his last tweets he put out, will get tested for uh, HIV or acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Uh, this is you, this is awful. You can't take a pill and get rid of it, right? This is a, a vax injury. Am I right? It is a vax injury, and, and we're not really certain uh, how to treat this. We're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at it. We're throwing um, antiretrovirals at it. We're throwing interferon at it, um, ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, antiparasitics that are in study right now. We're, we're trying to use um, everything that we can think of uh, to boost up the CD4, CD8 counts um, and reverse this collapse, this calamity of uh, immune um, collapse. It's um, very stunning. You you were talking in past interviews and you said, listen, here's the way the math goes with this. First shot, generally speaking, is you lose, you know, 20%, then you lose a little bit, a bigger percent, and then the booster. And uh, even Dr. Michael Yaden, before the very first shot was getting, whatever you do, don't get that. He called it a top up, I think. Don't get the booster, whatever you do. And you've got a special name for the booster that, that you're seeing it in action. The people who are double vaxxed and boosted, uh, that's your term is the kill shot. Am I, they get that right? The kill shot, the money ball, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is just devastating to the immune system. And, I, and I'll tell you why it's devastating. I, if you look at the Stanford study, and I'm just going to read a couple sentences from the Stanford study to you. Um, the spike protein in the COVID-19 vaccines that everyone is talking about is called the lentivirus. The lenti contains a combination of HIV types 1 through 3, SRV slash 1, which is AIDS, MERS, and SARS. In the Stanford study, the best known lentivirus is the human immune deficiency pathogen, which causes AIDS. This is why we are seeing autoimmune and neurodegenerative decline after COVID-19, especially the booster. This is a condition known as prion, and the mRNA from the lentivirus cocktail is inserted into the DNA of human cells through an invasive procedure injection and permanently changes the genome of the cell. That is why this is terrifying to us in the medical community because we just don't know how to attack. I mean, wait, I, a lot of people can have, their, have a hard time putting their head around this. That you got acquired immune deficiency syndrome because it was put in the vaccine in injections, the inoculations. That's that. Is that what you're telling me? That's exactly what I'm telling you. That's what the spike lentivirus is. 
it is made up of HIV and, and AIDS, as, along with SIRS and MARS. And that's why the vaccinated and boosted are so sick. That's why they dominate the hospitalizations um, regarding COVID illness right now as well. Uh, I, when people find out this uh, this little piece of information, they're going to be angry. I mean, you don't have to draw a big picture and say, oh, yeah, the vaccines that you got uh, for shot one, shot two, and the booster, you now have acquired immune deficiency syndrome. You have AIDS. Uh, how do you feel? I mean, people are going to be upset, are they not? I mean, you could die from somebody coughing on you. Correct. And what that does is it actually drops the CD4 and the CD8 counts, which are integral in fighting off infection. And now some pretty wise physicians are checking those CD8, CD4 counts uh, and white cell counts and doing the peripheral smears and, and looking for this, uh, along with D-dimer tests looking for the clots. Um, so we're seeing it, we're recognizing it, and now we're trying to aggressively treat for opportunistic infections. And those infections um, uh, could be pneumonia, uh, could be um, fungal infections, herpes, CMV, salmonella, TB, mycobacterium. Um, there, there are um, a number of things that can happen when you have no CD8 and no CD4 cells to keep even cancer cells in check, you're going to have a rise in, in cancers such as uh, B-cell lymphoma, cervical cancer, head and neck cancer, anal cancer, lung cancer, liver cancer, Hodgkin's, skin cancers, and testicular uh, cancers. And, and let me tell you, Dr. Ryan Cole is um, a very prominent pathologist, and he's receiving slides from all over the country for unusual cancers. And, and he's seen a two thousand percent rise in cancer since the onset of these COVID shots. Oh boy, he was uh, a while back he was saying he was saying 20 times. Now it's two thousand percent. Two thousand. Now you know every week I have people and this is anecdotal, right? Because I'm not a doctor, right? I don't pretend to be one, but I'm just saying I this is kind of an unusual thing. Every week I have, you know, my uncle, my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, my friend, somebody I knew, somebody and uh, you know, they took the shot one or they took the shot two, and a month later one guy wrote me and said a month later that he had stage four uh, uh cancer, uh what was it, the uh, the cancer in the center of your body. What is it? The that you know, um it, it's usually um and it's usually lethal. Oh, what is it? Uh, not cervical cancer. It's uh, begins with a C. Ah, anyway, stage four cancer. Oh, the the colorectal cancer. No, the adenocarcinoma. The the other cancer, a cancer. That, um, oh, well, so people get it. They they just die. Um, ah, what is it? Stage four. Oh, not cervical. Oh, pa pancreatic. Pa yes, pancreatic cancer. I says you know they got it. He had no cancer history. He's seventy two. He just had a checkup. Uh, and, uh, you know, a month after he had his second shot or booster or what, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what, but he had the stage four pancreatic cancer and he's going to, he's going to die in a week. I'm like, and that's what Ryan Cole talked about. These cancers, this aggressive, you know, explosion, right? I mean, it's because there's no immune, people don't realize you have things in your body that's, that fight cancer and all kinds of things, right? Sure. The red blood cells, um, the natural killer cells, the CD8, the CD4, and, and I have some stunning numbers. Um, from the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database uh, that um, uh, Attorney Renz and the whistleblowers uncovered. Look at these numbers. I'm just going to read a few cancers. Malignant neoplasm of the esophagus, up 794%. Malignant neoplasm of digestive organs, that's like stomach, colon, um, pancreas, up 524%. Breast cancer up 387%. Um, neoplasms of the thyroid and endocrine glands up 374%. Um, ovarian uh, cancer up 537%. Testicular cancer up 269%. And these are, these are numbers from 2021 till moving forward till uh, they report it, which was just a few months ago. 
Just, just so people know, this is like the, the vaccine adverse event reporting system, but in the military, you're required. The military. But you're required Correct. to report it. They are required. And what they did after they uh, discovered that Thomas Renz and the whistleblowers had the data, they scrubbed the data and um, actually altered it, which is a totally against the law. And um, uh, Thomas Renz has that data as well, showing the changes. Um, and I'm sure uh, that, that they'll be brought up on fraud charges for that. I mean, you have Lloyd Austin, who's been double vaxxed and boosted getting COVID. He should be, uh, I think, um, uh, one of the whistleblowers, uh, Pierre Corbett, was saying just at Fort Bragg, they've had more than 80 deaths from the vax in 2021. Just at Fort right. Bragg in North Carolina. In, in normal, healthy, young men who are the most among the most fit in America, it just doesn't happen. It's just unbelievable. And it, with this acquired immune deficiency syndrome, I want to circle around back to that. Uh, I, I mean, I have a lot of family members that got this. And if you've gotten, uh, if you just got two shots, are you still at risk for acquired immune deficiency syndrome? Well, it depends on the, the individual's immune system. It depends on whether they got one of the 5% lethal uh, injections, number one. Number two, it depends on their immune system. There, there are ways to boost your immune system and boost up uh, your white blood cell count as well as your red cells. But there's, I mean, when, when you have these vaccines, I mean, uh, you, you basically either you've got got sick immediately or uh, you're going to get sick. That's that's my read. My read as a journalist is, well, either you get sick now or you get sick later, but you're going to get sick at some point. Is is that a good read? That's correct. That's that's a wonderful read. Uh, we know that 50% of the people that had adverse reactions, the, the, the top 50% had it in the first two days. They had it immediately. Uh, and then the rest of the reactions um, 80% of those happened uh, within weeks, the first two weeks of, of having that injection. The problem is, Greg, is that the spike protein has been found in lymph, lymph nodes on autopsy and biopsy up to 17 months. So we don't know what the end point of the manufacturing of the spike protein is. We're, we're, we're trying to figure that out, but, but 17 months of making spike protein, which causes blood clots, immune deficiency, autoimmune disorders, and dysregulates cancers, those results may not come for a year, two years, three years, five years. We just don't know. Uh, I, I, one of the things that we've talked about, and I wanna get into, first of all, I wanna talk about the real thing first. I mean, the real thing is taking ivermectin, okay? Uh, Dr. Pierre Cor Corey swears by it. Of course, he has the flccc.net website. Dr. Pierre Corey, one of the co-founders, the Frontline COVID Critical Care uh, Alliance uh, a website. He says ivermectin is a must-have drug to uh, uh, as an anti-inflammatory um, uh, and antiviral, and it will bind to the spike proteins and remove them. Should everybody uh, who's been vaxxed or unvaxxed be taking ivermectin? Well, I believe so. I, I recommend it for everybody to have in their home kit ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Um, they are proven. We have 60 years of um, uh, hydroxychloroquine studies. Um, we have 30 years of studies for ivermectin with very few deaths in ivermectin. Even at extremely high doses, ivermectin is safe. Um, and it is in study right now uh, for cancer. They both are, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, in study for cancer and many other ailments. So I highly recommend those that have uh, had the boosters uh, take ivermectin prophylactically. And I recommend it, and I use um, compounding pharmacies to get it to patients. Uh, one of the things that uh, that have come out, and they must, my read on this is, wow, they must be worried. I mean, here we have the Wall Street Journal who, you know, said nothing about the fraud of the, the election, nothing about that, that didn't happen. They gave no warning about how this is all experimental vaccines, that they have no warning about, just look at the VAERS data, 
24,000 dead, tens of thousands injured. Pericarditis in 2021 was 24,000 roughly. Uh, in the first eight weeks, it's uh, 11, almost 12,000. What a trend that is. But not a word about that from the Wall Street Journal. But what they do tell you is warn you, hey, ivermectin doesn't work. In the, one of their latest articles. And it seems to me if Pierre Corey is saying, wow, 800,000 people were basically could have lived. In other words, wait, whoa, 800,000 people were murdered? That's my word. Uh, but the Wall Street Journal, ivermectin did not reduce COVID hospitalizations, says study shows. Please, what's up with it? Sounds like a, a, a article planted out of desperation that the, the, all the doctors that withheld this don't look like Mengele, Joseph Mengele. I'm sorry. I, I, tell me about, do you believe this, this study that they had up in, I believe it's in Canada, that the Wall Street Journal's reporting on that ivermectin just doesn't work. This puts an end to it all. One study. What do you think about that, doctor? Well, it's, it, it, it's not factual. That's a disinformation campaign. Uh, they're not quoting the science. If you just go back and look uh, at the early COVID study and, and you actually click on that COVID study, uh, that was uh, funded by Fauci and the uh, NIH. You'll see a table in there. And in that table, it lists all the medications that were tried in that study. And lo and behold, remdesivir is at the bottom. Ivermectin is 42% effective. Regeneron was 52% effective. Above that was interferon, which we don't even have available. Um, and 42% and effective Regeneron was at the bottom of the table. I mean, that's remdesivir. right there. Remdesivir. Yes, remdesivir. Uh, yep. So, but other doctors have had Pierre Corey says, it, it, you know, if we do, if you do ivermectin early enough, it, it, uh, it, it'll, it might reduce hospital stays 85, 90%. I agree with that. I've, I've used it successfully. I've treated over 4,000 patients. I haven't lost a case. Um, and that's, that's been all outpatient, nursing home, home, house calls, um, a telehealth, and and early treatment is the key. And I agree with them. I think the numbers are are into the the low nineties in you, preventing hospitalization. You're talking about using ivermectin. Ivermectin. Your personal experience. Absolutely. And with Omicron, I've been using ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine combined uh, together because. Uh, there's there's certain um, people, including the vaxxed, um, that the ivermectin, even in higher doses of 0.8 milligrams per kilogram, wasn't working. So I added hydroxychloroquine and some other medications uh, that have been proven in papers and studies. Yeah, and they withheld life-saving drugs. They murdered people. And in my mind, that's what, that, what happened. I, I'm sorry, but... They withheld drugs that worked and they let people die. I, I would call that murder. It is murder. And um, that's not only on uh, big pharma, that's on pharmacies and pharmacists as well. And the pharmacy boards uh, and certain state medical boards. Uh, it is just criminal. It's fraud. Uh, and I believe they will be prosecuted. Um. Tell me about uh, what you've run into with the, the media. I mean, here we have the, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal, which uh, what a, they didn't even mention Uttar Pradesh, you know, the province in India, which is well written about, but, you know, PolitiFact, you know, which is political propaganda fact, uh, says, oh, that didn't work. Oh, that doesn't work. They just come out, oh, this didn't work. You know, some writer that's 25 years old that they've hired that will, will just lie, make stuff up. Uh, no journalism, no science, uh, but your experience with the press, they just lie. I, I mean, I don't, I can't get around it. They just lie, don't, do they not? Is that your experience? The, the press, um, whether it's um, uh, national TV, cable TV, or newspapers, um, are, are in a disinformation propaganda campaign. They are not printing the truth. And you can only find the truth by doing your own due diligence and, and having discernment and reading the articles, the patents, the studies on your own. That is the only way you're gonna get the truth. Or listen to USA Watchdog when uh, Dr. Elizabeth Eads comes on or Dr. Pierre Corey or whatever. Uh, one of the things that I think is bizarro world uh, is uh, Haley uh, Bieber, 
uh, Justin Bieber's wife, has a stroke, and the press covers it like, oh, young people are having strokes all the time in their 20s. That's, that, she's not worried about getting pregnant and worried about the world and Ukraine, and now she had a stroke. It's okay. Is that uh, right? Very, very rare. And uh, she was vaccinated. And the, the correlation between the vaccines and the blood clots is very, very high. We've proven it. Whether you're looking at autopsy reports, whether you're looking at um, prominent uh, doctors like um, um, uh, Dr. Cole, who is doing a, um, slides and looking at blood, or, or, or you're listening to the coroners who are pulling these blood clots out of veins uh, and arteries, and very unusual blood clots, uh, there is a very high correlation between these vaccines and blood clots. And whether that blood clot goes and causes a stroke or a heart attack, uh, it, it's, it's real. It is really happening. Uh, they're trying to, the media is trying to paint that that's a common occurrence. More and more young people are getting blood, clot, blood clots. Well, I would think they're leaving out a, a little piece of information. More and more uh, young people who have been double and triple vaxxed are getting blood clots, are they not? Yes, and it's 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 very rare. Look, the, the They're very rare to get it without being vaxxed. It's, it's very rare without being vaxxed that a young person would get a blood clot. And unless they had a clotting deficiency, which is, you know, one in two million cases, uh, or they were smoking on a birth control pill, which is, again, one in a million cases, the incidence of blood clots in, in young people uh, is negligible. We just don't see it in the hospital. And because she got a blood clot, the press is like, oh, they're, oh, oh, don't worry about this. That has nothing to do with the vax. I don't understand this. I mean, the press all got vaxxed. But here they come out to paint this picture that Haley Bieber, oh, wasn't the vax. They don't even mention it, right? Yeah, they don't, they don't mention the vax uh, because uh, those of us who study uh, and, and the American people that are reading, once they hear vax, uh, they are now correlating and questioning. And that's, that's important. Question everything. You know, this person had the vax. And that's a very unusual side effect. So maybe I should, I should do my research on that. Uh, again, another deterrent for young people to not take these shots. Um, uh, they don't need them, right? I mean, no. if uh, if I mean, young people are the people uh, that, and we have this this hysteria going on where, uh, you know, young people have to have a mask on. They're freaking out. I mean, they're, they are entraining these people with these masks and this idea that you have to be vaccinated, which is a giant human experiment. I mean, this really is, is in reality a giant human experiment. And what do we have now? Uh, Pfizer and Moderna, one in shot number four, and Berla, the CEO of, uh, of Pfizer, yeah, you didn't get much protection in those first two shots. What? I thought it was 95%. Tell me about what you think about that shot number four, uh, for Moderna and for uh, Pfizer, what do you think about that? Well, let's just think about why so many shots, Greg? So the efficacy is clearly not there for this vaccine, and it clearly doesn't prevent COVID. So why are we even talking about additional shots if the protection is waning and people are getting COVID and people are getting immune deficiency or vaccine-induced AIDS, why are we even talking about more shots? In that young people have a 0.98% chance of recovery. This is ridiculous that he would come out and ask, for another booster. And by the way, are they even talking about those boosters covering the new variants? Absolutely not. These boosters aren't covering any new variants. Uh, uh, uh. And then here we have, uh, here, here's another one that I think's bizarre. And they don't, and they don't mention a thing about it. Here we have, um, uh, 
the town official, top official, dies unexpectedly. It's just, uh, just like, oh, they just died in their sleep. Here's another one from, uh, hold on, let me, let me get back with this. Um, nope, nope, here we go. Uh, Metro health official, I think this is in Louisville, Sarah Beth uh, Hartledge, I think she was uh, all of uh, 36 years old. She was behind the, um, she was behind the uh, uh, vax uh, for the area there. Uh, Mary Beth, uh, Sarah Beth Hartledge just dies unexpectedly, but they don't, they don't talk about anything. They don't talk about these people dying in their sleep, kids dying in their sleep, people dying on the field, people just young. Know, were they doing drugs? No. Were they robbed? No. Were they beat up? No. Were they were they were they cooking meth? No. They just died. No, we're up to over three hundred athletes uh, that have collapsed from from the backs. I think there's uh we're up we're over hundred and eight soccer players dead, all vaccinated. Uh, I mean, this is un unbelievable. Right. I mean, it this is. is it's it's stunning um and and yet they continue to the cdc right first of all the pharmacies the big pharma aren't allowed to advertise under emergency use authorization so we're pouring the cdc blackrock vanguard which supports the cdc they're pour, pouring big bucks into advertising these shots still billions of dollars into and and the CDC is the advertising arm for these big pharma companies and and you can see on whether it's Fox News, um, ABC, NBC, they're still advertising these vaccines. Um, the Hollywood stars are still pushing these vaccines, and it is just disgusting that they're still pushing these vaccines. We have. Basically, um, for for every twenty two thousand vaxxed, we only prevent one COVID death. Those oh. numbers are ridiculous. That it, just one death cancels this vax. Um, this 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 is ridiculous. Seventeen people in the placebo group in the Pfizer study died 21 in the vax group died so that's a 23 percent rise in all-cause mortality that would have killed any other fda approval of a drug and yet here we are still pushing a killer shot it is incredibly disturbing uh, fourth shot, you would uh, strongly suggest people not to take the fourth shot. Absolutely not. You know, look what's happening in Israel. They're on their fourth shot and, and their mortality numbers are incredibly high. Uh, their, their numbers are very similar to this UK study um, uh, for um, morbidity, mortality, uh, and... Um, uh, acquired immunodeficiency, uh, very similar to this UK study. Yeah, well, the Indian study was very similar too, by the way. Uh, well, the problem with all this is that the, uh, the executives and all the employees at Moderna and Pfizer and the CDC and Congress and the Senate House and all their staff and uh, uh, the, um, uh, the people at the uh, FDA, uh, they are all exempt, uh, the post office exempt. They're all exempt. They're so great, they're exempt. That's collusion. It's, it's, just it's, it, it's fraud. I mean, it, Alphabet finally put an end to it. You know, quietly, I think on the first or second day of the, uh, the uh, Russia uh, and Ukraine conflict, uh, you know, the head of Alphabet said, hey, that, we're done. No more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, anyway. Well, the, the world court... Um, uh, tribunals are, are going on right now with Reiner Fulmich and uh, uh, those indictments uh, are are going to be served very soon and and that's for Fauci and Gates and Soros and CDC and uh, NIH and um, uh, the whole lot of them are, are, are going to be served indictments and I believe we've proven fraud in many ways uh, we've proven fraud in the VAERS system which was uh, supposed to be maintained. 
um, according uh, to uh, the 1986 uh, documentations that said it must be accurate and maintained. Well, we can see the underreporting factor with just the VAERS system is, is 41. So you have to multiply the deaths and the adverse reactions by 41 to get accurate numbers. And that's fraud. And fraud videates, videates gets rid of um, the emergency use and, and the use of VAERS altogether. So we've also known from the early COVID study that the safety committee really wanted to pick ivermectin. Had they chosen ivermectin, we would not have emergency use authorization for any of these shots. And again, fraud is has been proven regarding the choice by Anthony Fauci of remdesivir over ivermectin. Um, and these therapeutics have been proven and chosen and they were shot down by Anthony Fauci and the CDC which by the way, the CDC is a private company. It's not a government run company. Um, its shareholders are majority big box companies, including BlackRock and Vanguard. So they have a huge financial interest and they're making billions of dollars uh, from these uh, products. So, you know, there's fraud and we've proven the fraud. This should be over already and, and people should be arrested already. Uh, what do you suppose, I mean, telling people that they made the wrong decision, uh, is, I uh, mean, start family feuds and, but I think this is when, when they, when people find out, oh yeah, likely you got acquired immune deficiency syndrome, sy uh, syndrome. When people find out they got AIDS, I think people are going to go crazy. They're, they're going to go nuts. Um, families are going to, um, probably, uh, take the law into their own hands, which I don't condone. But, um, you know, these people uh, that gave these shots will not be able to walk down the street. Um, and the, the, far, the local pharmacists that gave the shots, they're not gonna be, they're not gonna be able to walk down the street. It's, um, it's going to, to maybe lead to, uh, which I don't want it to, um, uh, but it could lead to a, a civil war. I mean, the country's already divided um, vaxxed against unvaxxed and, and it's disgusting. And you, you know, human behavior, um, you can't stop that. If somebody is harmed and their family members harmed, whether they're killed with the remdesivir CDC protocol in the hospital, or they're killed by this, this, uh, killer bioweapon shot, um, families, uh, are not going to stand for that They're And they're not going to wait around for, for filing a lawsuit. Right now, the, the pharmaceutical company, uh, companies under the emergency use authorization um, have full indemnity. They're, they have protection. Uh, but if we prove fraud, that protection goes away uh, and we will be able to sue. However, there are, I think, about 70, 73,000 lawsuits against uh, the vaccine um, manufacturers are ready uh, in the pipeline. Um, and I think people know that the fraud's going to be proven and they're filing. So, you know, that's, um, that's happening right now. Um, let's, let's just get into a little future casting here. So you're already seeing, uh, you know, this article here from, um, the, um, um, hold on a minute. The, um, uh, the, I, I forgot the name. The UK Health Security Agency. Go ahead. The article from the UK Health uh, Security Agency. Yeah, the UK government quietly publishes data confirming the triple vaccinator just weeks away from developing acquired immune deficiency system. When, when do you think this is going to be in full bloom where everybody realizes, what, I got AIDS? And they do tests. When, when, I mean, this is just, you're just, you're the tip of the spear. So you're seeing now, how bad is this going to get next month, the next month, this month, by fall, by the end of the year? How bad is this going to get? Well, um, I think uh, from April uh, through the summer, uh, you're going to start to see um, more cases diagnosed of, of AIDS, especially uh, in the 18 to 39 uh, category. And um, I think in the, the, the categories in the middle, um, those, uh, I think it, in their 40s and 50s, 
probably over the next year, you'll start to see uh, immune systems collapse. And from this study, uh, they're saying that uh, vaccinated people from age 30 to 70 have now lost uh, up to 70% of their immune system capabilities. That's after the booster, and I agree with that. I talked to you about those numbers in the past. And what study is that? That's the that's, Stanford's? That's, no, that's the UK study. Ah, UK study, 70%, holy cow. And you think, yeah. and, you, and this doesn't stop at, oh, you lost 70%. You say that the vaccine keeps taking and taking and taking away your immune system until you are left with nothing. Is that, is that a? That's correct. Because the, the, the spike protein is, is, is consistently made and the spike proteins depleting uh, the CD8 and the CD4 cells, it, as well as destroying uh, the red blood cells. And when you, when you have destruction of the red blood cells, that's why these long haul COVID uh, cases and, and these people that are post vaccine having COVID get so short of breath. It's because um, the spike protein, the graphene, destroy the red cells and basically suffocate. Now, uh, if you're unvaxxed and you're around, because I know many people where the wife took it or the husband took it and the wife didn't. Uh, if you're unvaxxed, you are at risk from the vaccinated. Is that, am I wrong? No, you're, you're correct. Um, we know in the um, Pfizer studies, uh, there is proof in reading the Pfizer studies that they wanted um, men and women uh, and pregnant women um, uh, and breastfeeding women uh, to stay away from those uh, newly vaccinated uh, for two to four weeks. Uh, it was proven uh, that they were concerned about transmission in the early studies. And we now have proof that transmission is occurring, not only in the blood work, um, but we're having babies die uh, from moms who were breastfeeding, who just received the vaccine. Um, and so the spike protein is being passed uh, from breast milk, uh, from intimate uh, uh, contact, from sexual contact, um, as well as respiratory uh, contact, the spike protein. We also know that um, in, the, in the NASA uh, whistleblower studies, which I've read, um, which you can find on Carrie Cassidy's site, uh, Project Camelot. She interviewed a NASA whistleblower and, and that whistleblower has confirmed that the spike nano um, uh, can be aerosolized and that sticks to the skin, penetrates the skin and gets into uh, the bloodstream as well. Um, and spike and, and nano um, um, are, have been discovered on slides. I have slides that clearly show um, blood, red blood cells with graphene attached to it, nano uh, organizing uh, into uh, AI lattice-like structures in the blood. That's for the vaxxed, uh, even for the unvaxxed? I mean, I guess less for the unvaxxed, but what do you do? No, uh, for the unvaxxed, um, um, we see spike. We see spike um, in um, uh, blood samples. Uh, you can see the red blood cell and surrounding the red blood cell, you can see the, the, the spike protein and you can see the clots that are forming from the spike protein. Um, and we know that when people have transmission um, and they're forming clots, we do a D-dimer test and it's very elevated. D-dimer test, uh, test for uh, early blood clots. So we're seeing transmission and we're seeing women bleeding with menstrual periods who, who didn't have the vaccine, but they're around a partner or they're around a coworker um, that had the vaccine and they continuously bleed. We're seeing young girls having menstrual cycles that shouldn't have had their menstrual cycles, babies having vaginal bleeding. So there's evidence of a spike transmission um, and it's that's been proven. And the best thing that anybody can do, vaxxed or unvaxxed, and I'm getting this from Pierre Corey, but I want to get it from you, ivermectin. Ivermectin is going to be the wonder drug of today and the future. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely correct. And I highly recommend that if, if I myself take ivermectin twice a week, because I'm around a lot of vaccinated patients, um, I, I, I do that as a prophylactic routine, but I recommend it as well for people in high risk professions such as medicine, 
um, uh, uh, dental um, people that are around a lot of vaccinated uh, workers in nursing homes, hospice. Um, I recommend uh, two to three times a week ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Or both. Or both, correct. I mean, you can't hurt yourself with ivermectin, right? I mean, um, a, a, a lot of people are taking the horse uh, medication and they tell me it's nine milligrams per 100 pounds and that little syringe, you, know, you put out 200 pounds, you got 18 milligrams. Is that the standard dose? Nine milligrams per 100 pounds? You're talking about kilograms, but I'm, I'm talking about English here. Is well, I don't, I don't practice medicine and I, I don't recommend the pace, but you know, I, I don't blame people who don't have access to ivermectin. Uh, for using the paste. And and by the way, you can use really high levels of ivermectin uh, and and not have any um, a death or mortality. You, the, the, the side effect you'll get is a little bit of nausea and diarrhea. Um, but the, the amount of deaths in America over um, the lifetime use of ivermectin over the last 30 years is only four deaths. And, and I don't think they were directly attributed to ivermectin, but some underlying um, um, uh, comorbidities. You're, you're talking about something like 4 billion doses given to humans. It's probably uh, closer to 8 billion doses because you have to factor in all of the doses we've been giving um, uh, during COVID. So you know, you're talking four deaths and over 8 billion doses. That's a pretty good track record, I would say. Yeah, Pierre Corey said it was... Uh... He said, well, the math is nine milligrams per 100 pounds. So if you get it, you know. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm using, in 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 my case. Well, the pills, I'm, I'm sorry, the pills come out in milligrams. And so you get three, uh, you know, six milligrams. You're a 200 pound guy. You think, well, how much should I take? Uh, well, the standard right. dose I'm, is. Not... I'm actually recommending 0.8 for acute illness. 0.8 milligrams per kilogram for acute illness. What does that mean in pounds? How many so you have to you have to take your uh, your weight in pounds and divide by two point two four to get kilograms. So I dose 0.4 milligrams per kilogram as a prophylactic, and I'm dosing now point oh double oh, 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 oh. yeah I double it. So basically, yeah. it, so you go, so for somebody with a horse, I'm just trying to because a lot of people have the horse horse pace, and I know you don't recommend it either. But Dr. Porch is saying I can see why people they're getting cut off so. Uh, but so, so you're saying that if you're sick, you go from nine milligrams to, uh, per hundred pounds because the pills come in three milligram pills, generally three or six, nine to, uh, to uh, six milligrams per hundred pounds. Double it. Yeah, I double it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy, 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 boy. This is well, anybody. So anybody, whether you're, and even if, if you're vaxxed, you really need to take ivermectin. Oh, absolutely. It binds, I, highly, I it, highly recommend it. Why is it? Why do you take ivermectin? Corey says it binds to the spike proteins. Do you agree? It does. It binds to the spike protein and allows the macrophages um, and, to completely surround the spike, uh, suffocate it, uh, and remove it from the body. And hydroxychloroquine, does that, does that do any good? Or uh, NAC? What other things can people take to remove? Evidently, the evil is the spike protein. What else can people do? What Hydroxy else do you recommend? Hydroxychloroquine as well. Um, I recommend glutathione. Um, I recommend uh, NAC as well. Uh, their uh, antioxidant, um, uh, the glutathione actually helps with uh, cellular repair, increase uh, metabolism in the cells, uh, which then helps uh, to stop uh, the, the destruction of other cells in the body. Glutathione is in, in studies uh, uh, for cancer now. Um, I, there are some other studies out on some other uh, antiparasitic um, medications that are in study, not just for parasites and viruses, but for um, cancers that we're seeing a, uh, as a result of this spike protein dysregulating uh, uh, cancers. So, um, you know, the, there's a lot of great studies right now, um, and those products will be coming available uh, here to us. I, I believe that we should also consider um, uh, interferon. I know Judy Mikovits uh, in her HIV, early HIV studies recommended interferon. 
Um, and I, I believe that that will become available as well. Uh, are they going to have to, I mean, of course, they, they're, all the studies are point, all the, excuse me, all the fake studies, all the, all the propagandists point to, they don't want to give you ivermectin. They want to tell you, oh, they don't tell you it's harmful. They just say, eh, it just doesn't work. Right? I mean, are they going to have to, uh, going to have to succumb to, it does work. You should be giving it. You shouldn't be cutting this off uh, from people. Right? Are they going to have to give it? Absolutely. Now, look, there's legis legislation in multiple states now mandating that, that pharmacists uh, dispense it. Um, there are actually laws uh, that the governors are now uh, having to put in place um, uh, to make it avail uh, uh, available. Now, if you go on to uh, Pierre Corey's site, flccc.net, uh, there's a whole list of doctors and pharmacists and compounding pharmacists um, where you can locate ivermectin so that your doctor can call it in. Um, and there are plenty of doctors doing telehealth um, that will call that in from frontline doctors to um, uh, flcc.net. There's plenty, myfreedoctor.com as well, uh, doctors that, that will write it. But on Peter, Pierre Corey's site, you can actually find doctors in your state and call them and they'll call it in for you. I do have people uh, saying they're buying the horse paste. They're giving themselves nine, nine milligrams per 100 pounds. Uh, are they at risk? And it's just and it's just ivermectin 1.87, I believe. Uh, no, they're, they're are they at no, risk if they're taking just ivermectin for horses? Is it the exact same thing, exact same dose? It is. And, and basically, the compounding pharmacies um, uh, will use something similar uh, to that to compound the pills. The, the beauty of the compounding pharmacies um, is that they take the raw material and they can make a paste or they can make a pill. And, and what's nice about the compounding pharmacies is I can call them and I can say, look, I need a 25 milligram one tablet made up and they'll make that tablet up. If I go to a, a box store like Walgreens or Walmart or CVS or Eckerd's, they have to take a handful of three milligram um, tablets, and they're often not even in stock. So, I mean, that's crazy. So I love the compounding pharmacies, and I highly recommend locating a compounding pharmacy in your state. And, and get ivermectin. Your, the, the, the dream drug is ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, HCQ, glutathione. It, whether you've been vaxxed or unvaxxed, uh, particularly the vaxxed, I, I feel sorry Listen, I feel sorry for the people who have been vaxxed. The, the, the PSYOP was, and still going on with the Wall Street Journal, oh, uh, that doesn't work, oh, uh, ivermectin doesn't work. The PSYOP is unbelievable. The, the disinformation campaign is unbelievable. I feel sorry. But people who have been vaxxed can help themselves. So, so number one, stop getting the stupid shots. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and get, with, get with a doctor um, who is on the front line of treating vax injuries. And you can find that um, uh, from any of those sites. Uh, you can find those from the flccc.net site. Uh, you, can, you can find it from My Free Doctor. You can call America Frontline Doctors. Uh, even Sherry Tenpenny uh, is, is now um, in the works of setting up specialty clinics. Um, as well as Simone Gold, who has just moved to Naples here in Florida, and she is setting up um, specialty clinics here in Florida. So the availability uh, to get that specialty treatment and to get in with doctors that know uh, the, the new medications, the new studies, the new medicines in studies, and, and are using them, you have a better shot of recovering um, uh, from the immune deficiencies that we're seeing. And even if you haven't, well, you know, I feel great so far. Even if you haven't uh, had any uh, injury so far, isn't your body still making spike proteins, generally speaking? Don't you need to have ivermectin if you, even if you feel well? Or am I wrong? No, I, I believe that if, if you got real vaccine from a booster, I, again, we don't know what the percentage until we see these FOIA requests and, and the rest of the Pfizer dump. We don't know what's in these boosters. That's, that's the, 
the evilness of, of, about these boosters. We don't know what they put in there, but um, you should protect yourself because the spike protein has been found on autopsy and in surgical biopsies of lymph nodes up to 17, uh, 17 months. And even so, if you've had just two shots, forget the boosters, one, two shots. Yeah, even if you have two shots. You're, you're making... Now, now you're giving twice as the amount in a booster. So that's another 17 months of making spike protein. So the, the effects of that could be years. So you may feel great now, but in one year, maybe you'll develop cancer, or two years or three years, or maybe you'll develop an autoimmune disorder, or maybe you'll develop uh, MS or Lou Gehrig's or you know, another neurological uh, complication uh, or infer infertility. You know, maybe, maybe the spike is attacking the ovaries and testicles uh, very slowly and we, you, won't, you won't see that in young women and young men until they try to have a, a baby and their, their sperm is impaired or their ovum, their eggs are impaired. And we're seeing that in in vitro clinics now. Uh, young people are going because they can't get pregnant. They're having uh, um, ovum and sperm analysis, and and it's it's bizarre, um, non-functioning sperm and non-functioning eggs. It, it's devastating, Greg. This is devastating, and they're attacking our young people. <clears throat> There is a lot of blame to go around, especially the entertainers who were promoting getting the vaccination, getting the jab. And this is this is horrible. This is extremely horrible. A lot of lawsuits are come should be coming out. They should. You know. And um I feel sorry for people who got, you know, the vaccinated, who got vaccinated. I feel even sorry for people who, you know, they had spouses and they warned them not to get vaccinated and they did it anyway, or they got their kids vaccinated. Now they, the suffering. It's insane, man. It really is. But um, this is going on my uh, <clears throat> anchor and rumble. I have a YouTube channel called Hard Talk Radio Live in 4K where I discuss... Uh, current events, you know, and uh, give commentary on uh, social issues. But um, that's about it. Okay, later.